Inconvenient Goddess Podcast Number 25, The Letter Katie becomes distraught as she and Renee search for clues to find their way home. Chapter 25, The Letter The next day Katie awoke, frustrated. They could not find any solid clues to their time travel. They had to figure a way to get back to 21st century America. After dressing, she returned to the temple room, hoping to find something they may have missed. The Ishtar idol was on display in the center table, with a replica of her IUD displayed on a blue scarf in front of the statue. She chuckled when she saw it. The IUD, she thought. I can't believe the big deal they're making over it. It must have been working its way out before the blast nudged it out. Wow, it could have torn through my uterus and killed me, so that's good, I guess. But how long was it dislodged, Katie thought with alarm. When did I last make love with Rory? Was the IUD slipping out? Am I pregnant? At the thought of Rory, she felt a sharp, severe pain in her heart, as if someone had stabbed her. Her head began to spin. She sat down hard and began to tremble as she gave in to the pain. The tears built up quickly, flooding her eyes and running down her face. Oh, Rory. She couldn't remember the last time she was with him, and that scared her. Rory, have I forgotten him already? Katie dropped her head in her hands, weeping at this realization. Rory, I miss you, honey. Oh, I miss you, baby. You don't know where I am, if I'm even alive. Oh, Kaloge, my butterfly boy, I miss you so much. The pain of her loss was unbearable. Sobbing uncontrollably, Katie collapsed on the floor, cradling her head in her arms. Rene was in the barn when he heard the outer door open. Rebea came running toward him. Excuse me, Rene. Ishtar needs your help. Rene could understand enough of what Rebea was saying, and the urgent tone made him follow her back to the temple. Where is she? he asked. In the first temple room. Rene ran into the temple and found Katie in a puddle on the floor. She looked like she was asleep. When she heard him, she lifted her head. She wasn't asleep. She was awake, detached, and emotionless. Katie? Renee said as he knelt beside her. Oh, Renee, she said. I'll never see Rory again. Please, take me from this room. This place is hell for me. Renee didn't know what to say. He knew what caused her breakdown, but there wasn't a thing he could do to change it for her. He felt helpless. Then, suddenly, an explosive anger began to boil within Katie. There is no fucking explanation for this, she yelled as she pushed herself from the floor. Why is this happening to us, Renee? It's not fair. There is no reason for this. I have lived my life truly and honestly. This doesn't happen, shouldn't happen to good people. Oh, Atsile. She lowered her face as the tears began all over again. She sank to her knees and crumpled back to the stone floor. Katie. Renee tried to hold her, but she pulled away from him. She was inconsolable. All he could do was wait for her to recover. Finally, she was empty and slumped forward again. The only sound was her slow, steady breathing. In, out, in, out. Renee stood over his grief-stricken friend, scooped her up into his arms, and carried her to her chamber. Rebea helped him put her in bed. She needs to rest, Rebea said. Nodding, Renee left her in her handmaid's care. Rebea sat down next to the bed, 
found Katie's hand and held it while she hummed a quiet song. When Katie opened her eyes, it was late afternoon, and Rebea was still holding her hand. Katie looked at her thoughtfully. Rebea, do you know I am not a goddess? I know you do. Goddesses do not almost die. So why do you care for me? Why do you continue to act as though I am divine? You know I am not. Oh, my girl, does it matter? Mudad believes you are Ishtar, and I believe you are here for a reason. You have made it possible for us to hold on to the gods of our forefathers. Many changes are coming, Inanna, and we need your guidance. It does not matter to me if you are human or divine, for you will make us strong again. I guess I have to add strength for others to my job list, Katie thought. Blind faith is such a powerful thing. Then Katie remembered what triggered her breakdown. Rebea, how many days was I asleep after you found me? she asked. Eighteen. Eighteen days, Inanna. And how many days have I been awake, walking around? Five days, yes? Rebea nodded. Katie counted the days, and as close as she could figure, her monthly period was ten to fourteen days overdue. Rebea, during those eighteen days, did I menstruate, have my monthly blood? No, no red fluid. Katie grimaced. Time travel stressed my body, she told herself. That's it. Women athletes in hard training often lose their menses. I can't be pregnant. I will not be pregnant. I have too many other things to worry about right now. Like this uni woman. Rabea, what can you tell me about uni and Citri? I am concerned about their reason for coming here. What about Citri? I noticed Renee seemed very enamored by her. Oh, yes, that. Rabea smiled, chuckling over Renee's reaction. I saw the same. I know little about her. I am sorry. We should watch her and Renee closely. Well, where does uni come from? How does she fit into the Mitanni kingdom? She is Kassite. That is why she is dark like you. Her people brought Ashu, horses, which is a good thing. But she worships gods that we do not know, and Mudad believes she is trying to replace our gods with hers. I notice you also call Ishtar Inanna, Katie said, and I am told others, like Tushrata, call her Shaushka. Is it just that you call her by different names? Changing names is not changing gods, Inanna. We have kept the same god, the same statue. Yes, some call her one thing and others call her another, but she is still Ishtar. Uni would banish Ishtar completely from the temple, and soon from the whole land of Mitanni she would replace you with her own gods and statues. Why have they come to see me? Are they here to prove I am not Ishtar? I don't know enough to answer. Let me find Mudad. He has been talking with others and has more knowledge about it. When Rabea returned with her husband, Katie asked, Why has Uni come, Mudad? I believe your appearance has created a problem for Uni. Ever since becoming queen, she has attempted to press her foreign beliefs on us. How are they foreign, Mudad? The things Rabea told me suggest there are a handful of important gods like Baal or El or Amun. Likewise, there are goddesses equivalent to Ishtar. But you are the only one who visits the earth, he replied. Okay, that's fine, but still. Rebea told me the goddesses Ishtar, Inanna, Ashtarte, Shaushka are the same deity. How are Yuni's gods different? 
Yuni is a Kassite, and they believe there is only one God. They call him Aurora Mazda. They want us to abandon our beliefs, and we don't know how to stop them. Why can't you stop them, Udad? Yuni's people have brought horses and chariots, Ishtar. No army can stop them. There are only a few hundred Kassites in our land, but they control entire cities. Is Tushrat a Kassite? No, he is Mitanni. His family has been in the Tigris Valley for generations. He believes as we do. Do you think Yuni is evil? I don't know if her actions are of evil intent, but she could destroy us. It is good you are here. You will help us keep our place. How does Tushrata feel about this? Is he in favor of the change she threatens you with? No, Inanna. I don't know if Tushrata even cares about what Yuni is doing. There is much inner turmoil in his family that concerns him now. But while he looks away, he allows her influence to grow. And when he sent the Ishtar statue to Akhenaten in Egypt... What? Katie interrupted. He sent my statue to Egypt? Yes. Why? Yuni convinced Tushrata it would be a wise diplomatic move to send Ishtar to help Pharaoh Akhenaten heal from an affliction. Mudad, did you just say Pharaoh Akhenaten? Yes, he nodded his head. Akhenaten is the Pharaoh of Egypt. Tushrata sent your statue to him, even though he no longer believes in Ishtar. Oh my gosh! I am living in the time of ancient Egypt. This is unbelievable. Is this Egypt, Rabea? Are we in Egypt right now? Not here. Egypt is that way, Rabea pointed towards the window. It didn't matter which way Rabea was pointing, because Katie's head was spinning. She just couldn't make sense of this. Akhenaten, she thought. Ancient Egypt, this is crazy. Katie stood up suddenly and said, I must go. I must find Rene. Do you know where Rene is, Rabea? I must find him right now. Do you know where he is? She repeated. I believe he returned to the stables. I will summon him, Inanna. I have to talk to someone who can help me make sense of this. She began to panic as she realized the edge of her reality was not firm. In fact, it was no longer there. She was slipping into the absurd, going insane. The comfortable, easy-to-see demarcation between normality and craziness hadn't just become blurred. It was totally obliterated. Rene, I need you right now, she yelled for him as she ran from her room. You can figure this out, she told herself. God damn it. Which way are the stables? Rene, she cried out. Where are you? She saw Rene running toward her from the barn. He must have heard me, she thought, as she hurried to him and grabbed his arm. Just touching him helped her think more clearly. Rene, do you know what year it is? She asked him fearfully, incredulously. What year was it when Akhenaten was the pharaoh of Egypt, Rene? Uh, I'm not sure. I know Akhenaten was the father of King Tut. That means we are earlier than even King Tut, Rene. This is surreal. This is unbelievable. <laughs> but it's cool, Katie. Maybe we'll meet the dude. What are you babbling about? How are we going to meet him, Rene? We'll go to Egypt, Katie. Oh, can we catch a plane there? Can you call a travel agent for me? What are you thinking? Why? How? We go that way, Katie, he pointed. We just go south. Oh, that's easy, she said, looking at him, as if he had lost his mind. Now we're really in trouble. You are losing it, too. Katie, why do you think we're here? The people here think you are a superstar goddess, so that gives you protection. And I suspect they decided I was here to take care of you, because the whole village runs to find me when you're having a bad day. I don't really understand any of it, Katie said, but Rubea told me our arrival here has given them hope. 
and she and Mudad warned me to keep an eye on Uni and Citri. That's just what I was thinking, especially Citri. I'll keep an eye on her. He was glad to volunteer. Katie frowned at her friend. What about Polipa, your girlfriend? Have you already forgotten her? Rene thought for a moment, considering his lack of fidelity. Citri is here, and Polipa probably will never be, right? Do I hold out for one who hasn't been born? I'll go after the one in front of me. You know, love the one you're with. He looked sheepish, but he also knew there was really no argument Katie could give him. I guess you're right, Renée. I only know I have to do everything in my power to get back to Rory. But right now, I'm more worried about Uni. If Rabea and Mudad are right, she is here to prove me a fraud. Well, we must be cautious of her. If I can get close to Citri, I may have an inside track to find out what she's doing. Don't you think that's a good idea? I think you would do anything to get in her pants. But maybe you're on to something. I'm exhausted, Renée. I'll think about this tonight, and we can talk about it again tomorrow, okay? Yeah, I'm tired too, so I can wait till tomorrow to pursue Citri. Good night, Katie. Get some rest. And know I love you. Katie went back to her room, spent from her day's emotional roller coaster. She fell asleep thinking about Renee and Citri and Mudad and Rabea and Rory. When she woke, she sought Mudad. Can you find more papyrus for me? Katie asked him. Mudad nodded eager to please her. He was proud Ishtar asked for it, as he spent a lot of effort and used a lot of favors to get it for her. With a huge, barely concealed grin, Mudad brought her paper, quill, and ink. Do you need anything more, Ishtar? A glass of wine or beer. I'm settling in to think, Mudad. She sat down at a table and unrolled the papyrus. Dabbing the quill in the black, inky liquid, she placed it on the paper and started to write. My dearest Rory, I don't know where to begin. It has been so long since I've seen you. I know my disappearance must worry you sick, my husband, and I am equally concerned about you. Renée would think I'm stupid to write this letter, as you will never see it. I cannot see you or talk to you, but I can write to you and tell you about my days here in this ancient land. An Isis rocket grenade blasted Renée and me into the past, I believe we are now somewhere in the 12th century B.C. We are still in the same location in Iraq, but we are definitely not in the 21st century A.D. René was less hurt than I, and he has kept an eye on me, as you asked him to. We hid from the soldiers in the temple room of Ishtar, and that is where they found us. Ishtar is the great goddess here, and because of our blue U.N. jackets, and my I.U.D., but that's another story. I have been mistaken as the goddess herself, and Renée as my escort. What luck, huh? I have learned the language, somewhat, and Renée and I are being treated well. In fact, I got this papyrus scroll and quill I am writing with, from Mudad. He is the high priest here. Apparently, using papyrus is a new and hard-to-understand technology, as the regular guys use clay tablets and sticks to write with. Mudad went to a great effort to find a roll of papyrus, and I know it thrills him I am using it now. I have so much more I could tell you, but my shoulder hurts when I write. The bullets shattered my collarbone. Don't worry, I'm healing well. I love you, my butterfly boy, and I am hoping to see you again soon. I am working on finding a way back to you, and I will never stop until we are together.
You are continually in my thoughts. Please don't forget me and our love. I love you, Rory. Your devoted wife, Katie. End of chapter. Thank you for listening. You can follow the story on my blog, jeadvm.com. Once on my blog's front page, go to the menu, pick my books, and select Katie Becomes Ishtar. That'll take you to the Ancient Katie series of books. Inconvenient Goddess can be purchased as an old-fashioned paper book, or an e-book, as well as an audiobook set, or can be downloaded from the audiobook site Spotify. More details are on my website, jeadvm.com.